We are not makers of history. We are made by history, says Martin Luther King Jr. Happy Black History Month to our brothers and sisters. Media and technology gave us a chance to be remembered to some more than they deserve. Heck, the two of us deserve it very much, to be honest. But is the history still story of one man who wasn't there? Is the history still written by the winners? I think no. But I think there is more than meets the eye. Let's discuss it, shall we? Oh, and Luca, how ya doing? <clears throat> I'm doing as historically correct I am. <laughs> I'm doing great, as always. Uh, ready to discuss why history is the most underrated subject uh, in humanity's history and all our education. To me, history was always one of my favorite subjects in school. And uh, I always thought it was... Uh, you know, the way it was taught in, in school and our education system was quite poor. You know, it was uh, mostly just spamming through facts, dates, giving 40 pages uh, to students to learn. And then we have a test and that was it. Uh, but I really thought that uh, history and especially going forward in time, you know, as we go forward, I think it's one of the most important subjects that students can learn and uh, on top of that i always thought like uh, the way it was taught it, it it drove people away from it it was to most of the people it was boring and you can you can understand why was that but uh, definitely i think if you can change in the current curriculum how history is taught i can i think you can truly prepare uh, students and people all around uh, to solve by knowing history by knowing past to solve the problems of present and find the solutions for them and generally prepare themselves for the future what do you think did you like history as a student well it's just a missed chance because like you said it's all about the dates about places uh, about names but a little bit about the story and you know like history uh, just the name history and uh, story that, that, that is behind those days, those places. I mean, when you go backwards in time, uh, be, uh, before Christ and everything, you know, there isn't so much about dates. It's just about telling the story how uh, how we think that people invented the fire for the first time, how we invented the wheel, how we built the, the gardens of Babylon. For example, you know, that's some really good story. And when you give, give them that uh, myth, behind them those legendary aspects you know it's not true of course but it just gives a little spice and while we went through history through time through the timeline it's just about dates and you come to the test and the question is when was that when was this yeah it's important to know some new some dates but it's important why that happened you know why hitler was evil megalomaniac and not uh, when he died why uh, churchill was a good president or something like that you know to know the story behind the man that history tells uh, i like what you said there uh that import it's important why it happened and i think that's perhaps the best thing you can do when you're uh, presenting some uh, event and you're teaching someone about some event 
uh, and you said uh, like it prepares for history uh, for future and when you learn to read when you learn the dates it's only good for some uh, astrological astrologers are they called that who, who who see the date and that they think this star is here this planet is there you know you're gonna mass, be mass murder you be casanova and that but when you know why it happened you know why it should not happen again or why should it happen again uh, yeah uh, i agree 100 uh, percent. and on top of that like you always you you need to learn this ha- this event happened because of this 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 and what was uh, like it's easy to say, First World War, uh, why it started, you know, Gavrilo Princip, uh, he managed to kill the Austrian prince, and that was it. But you you don't learn in school that it doesn't matter who who started, who killed anybody. Uh, war was being prepared years in advance, you know, yeah. and it was going to happen regardless. It, it needed just someone to pull the trigger, and in this case, it was Gavrilo Princip. And, and through learning that, and the second part of it, what were the consequences? When you learn the consequences and analyze the consequences, you will find out how history affected us. And I think when you connect it to the to the present day, you can truly find the fascinating facts and effect uh, that history has. Uh, and the Tsar, uh, as the king of our country, Nicholas I, he has this quote, assassination, even when they are successful, they almost always miss their goal. And we just know that Gavrilo killed him. Okay, see, so he killed the, the, his wife and the prince, uh, regent, or uh, I forgot, <laughs> the Carlo, and uh, it happened. We know it happened, but why Gavrilo killed it? Uh, because of what? What, what was his goals? What, what was afterwards? The war. I mean, what were the, re- the official reasons for that war? And now, when the world is in so much tension in this Ukraine, Russian border crisis and everything. It's like we are not learning from our mistakes that everything can be solved through diplomatic ways. Like the Cold War, fortunately, was solved in a diplomatic way. Uh, yeah, and you you mentioned the Cold War. It's it's such a great example of that. Uh, how uh, we need just you know, there's that famous quote like uh, those who don't uh, know history are doomed to repeat it and. I think there's a better one. Those who, who don't know history are doomed not to improve on present. Uh, and I think, listen, for example, the COVID, we, we don't like talking about COVID, you know, on this podcast, but a COVID situation. Uh, if I was the history teacher right now in the school, you know, if we get our children back to school, uh, I would give them an assignment. I would tell them, listen, this is the pandemic. Find me every pandemic in history that resembles this one, uh, you know, se- separate the, the one that resembles it most. Tell me how the humanity, how the society dealt with it, what were the consequences of it, and how we can use that to improve upon our situation with COVID-19. And that's how you do it. That's how you, by doing that, you force the critical thinking. Like, And when you look at the history, many of events, like ones that we mentioned, you can always uh, look from the one point and say maybe history book says oh this is the right point this is it but no it's always it's always 10 points like one of my favorite examples is a french revolution like we learned in our history book it was like yeah this was this revolution uh some king some motherfucker you know spent all the money and uh, poor people rose up killed the bastard 
uh, and you know they got the new <laughs> dictator sold of Napoleon. But we never learned how bloody the French Revolution was. How it wasn't so justful and uh, such a fight for freedom as we like to you know glamorize it. It was a bloody mess, you know, uh, head on a spikes, uh, you know, people killed without even judging. It's crazy, and through that you can see there are thousands of different perspectives and that's how you learn a critical thinking in my opinion yeah and uh, when you talk about it like that it's always that reason everyone says behind it it's for the higher good you know but what with the higher good for those skills even if they who, who are we to judge you know and everything and those quotes also a great quote everyone is villain in someone's story so uh, we need to learn critical thinking like you said and i think the history the understanding of the history is definition of critical thinking because if you just go up on wikipedia google any site or anything like that and you read the the, the text that somebody maybe me maybe you maybe anyone wrote and you think it's real well guess what it's not history is so blessed today because we have media we have technology we, we have technology to examine the, the, the evidences of the history, you know, not like uh, 100 years ago or 100,000, uh, 1,000 years ago, when when you just was the spoken word. Uh, I mean, it's impossible to think even we didn't know the dinosaur existed 100 years ago, you yeah. know, no or fossils, no, more. yeah, or a little more. And now there's so much going in the world. There's so much that happened in the world and we don't have even clue what happened. You know, there's still civil, uh, I cannot call them civilizations. There are uh, tribes that are uh, out of the modern world. They don't know we exist even. They, they live in, in some huts. They, they just invented fire. And how that can uh, be possible on this scope of the globalization, of this uh, evolution of the human's intelligence? Uh, I like what you said there. We today have a media. We have internet. We have all the access to examine everything that we are being said to by whoever television mom dad teacher whoever and it's it's kind of fascinating how we don't use that tool maybe at all it's it's fascinating for example you're talking about if you if you can That's where history to me is important. If if you don't know history, if you're so easy to manipulate, then you know, because in the Orwellian way, those who control history control present, and those who control present control future. And I think that's so important to know because if you, even this day and age, if you don't care enough to listen some bullshit to the news, and even though you have. The, the, the tools to go and check the every motherfucking fact that you you heard then you you are wasting you're wasting all these great things that our ancestors invented and uh, and that's the clear example on our people you know the his, the history revision is really one of the biggest problem of, of our system we, we never managed to overcome it and we believe everything we hear we, we do we act as we are told like you said in this orwellian way and and in, in the meantime 
I don't know if you have noticed this, but you know, when the internet came out and the first early years of the internet with the birth of Facebook and everything, we we still remember it. And when we read something on the Wikipedia, our old ones say, oh, don't trust everything you, you, you see on the television, don't uh, trust everything you read on the internet. And you know, uh, and they in the meantime became the one who need to be told that everything they read on the Wikipedia, they think it's uh, it's real on the uh, news portals yeah. and everything. And so, I, I mean, it's in the human psychology. Like we, on some way, want to be controlled as we want to trust everything that we are told without second thinking. Uh, yeah, and a good example of this is, uh, for example... Uh, Yugoslavia, the, the communist system, and in China also the communist system, Soviets, they use this rewriting of history yeah. method to gain more control of the public, you know, consciousness. It, it's funny because uh, right now in China, there's happening, we have evidence of happening, the, 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 the rewriting history, what happened in Tiananmen Square of 1989, you know, where the protesters in China were uh, attacked by the military, many of them killed and everything, and Communist Party just wants to rewrite it as that didn't happen or it happened in some other way. And that's how you control the society. Yeah, it's like some causal effect. Uh, who controls the information controls the power. Who controls the power controls the information. And the in information controls uh, conception of the uh, of the events or uh, conception of the history. And now when you have such powerful weapon to rewrite the history to revise it it's so damn powerful you know like like the like the example on of china you said and it's happening every single day we are told the different sides of history and there's our mistake because in today's media in the age of internet the the the, the evidences that once uh, happened to uh, come uh, when you come by to some evidence on the internet of something and if it's deleted it's never deleted from the internet it's still somewhere there uh, yeah but, but as we said we don't we don't use that tool. we don't appreciate that tool and uh, through learning that through learning going back in time going back in time you're gonna really that's one of the more maybe not the most a crucial part, but I always like that part about learning history. You truly learn to appreciate things. Like, you go 100 years back and see the shit that our ancestors had and the shit that we have, and you're really going to ask yourself, the things we take for granted, like yeah. this like this telephone, this computer, that, that I can... Written. Yeah, that I can get... Any information, almost any information I want in the matter of seconds. I don't think that people realize how that that is powerful tool. That is one of the most powerful tools you we ever had in humanity. And to be like, take that shit for granted and be like, oh, that's okay. But the, you know, it's not okay. It's not okay to be like, oh, this is this is what I anyway should have because people centuries before us were thinking about this dreaming about this to give us the better insights into the world and just living better with better freedoms and just better world in the, as a whole yeah technology gave us the chance to feel far uh, to fulfill our potential it gave us a chance uh, uh, to fight back uh, against the totalitarian 
uh, opinions, uh, governments, uh, anything you want. But instead, we as a civilization choose for technology to make us weak. It was our choice. Yeah, but you know, this is now, that was a good point, I must say. But <laughs> even after that, talking about history, uh, again, like I had teacher, uh, I, I think I had a good teacher of history in my high school, you know, even though uh, the system of educating uh, history wasn't uh, so well. But I think, uh, for example, our own history, our country and how it was revised, you can see it on the clear example. And not just us, you can see in America happening, you can see in Canada, you can see all over the place, you know, some cases are stronger, some cases are lesser. But I always thought that if we can preserve and truly, uh, as I before said, critically think of history, not just learn some facts, not learn when Hitler attacked Poland, but no, this happened because of this, this, and this, and these were the factors, and this, this. You can, you cannot be tricked. You cannot be manipulated so easily, and that's the point. You know, through learning that, you you can you can look at the, the event like uh, war in Yugoslavia that we don't even learn in our uh, school, and be like, point hundred figures. Uh, this was this was the fault of this guy, and this was the fault of this guy, and that's what happens in, in our place in uh, XU Yugoslavia where we live. Uh, everybody pointing fingers at someone because they don't know history. They can't understand it. They can't critically think. When that happens, uh, you know, it occurs to the people that uh, works like Bible, like Homer's Iliad and Odyssey. It's uh, thought of it like evidence, like it historically happened. It's just the myths. It's just the story. Like today's uh, Tolkien's uh, Middle Earth, like uh, Game of Thrones and everything. And, you know, it's funny, I, I, I often think, how will, if we, and I think we will, the, 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 like a uh, human race, achieve some kind of the extinction, global mass extinction, or some apocalyptic event, because we are assholes, not in the near future, of course, but we will bring uh, ourselves to the brink of the destruction by ourselves. And I I all often wonder as well, when the, 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 the knowledge is lost, how we will regain it, uh, how the human path of evolution will continue and things like that. What if uh, all the books are, most of the books are lost and people forget to read and, you know, there happens to be some Lord of the Rings. Will it be the new way of history, the new Bible and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, as you mentioned, Bible, it's pretty interesting concept. What, what we, if we go extinct and well, <laughs> what what happens with our all our works? Yeah, it's what quite happens with the God. Yeah, what happens with the God? But uh, again, like that's a good concept of thinking, like religion. Uh, I think people today in most countries you have a religious freedom, especially here in Europe. Uh, and as I am atheist and pretty anti-God, <laughs> not to be edgy, but uh, I think the most of the religious people, if you ask them, whether they're Christians or Muslims or whatever, I don't think they even know, they even know what was struggle of their people. Like we know Jews struggled and everybody knows that and they're like, oh yeah, Jews struggled. But what about what about learning about your religion and how it, how it was hard for your ancestors to achieve the freedom to believe in whatever they believe, how 
however that stupid that may be or you know but just that right to believe and that can that's not just with religion everything in the history basically achieving was a struggle and the struggle makes us great yeah and now that you mentioned religion with when it happened religion in this form today it's just the the, the evolved form of the mythology Yes. And you had Constantine, the emperor, and the book Sophia's Choice, when he chose this Christianity and so obsessed with it. And you have those uh, famous words, we are not this Constantine, we are uh, scientists. I paraphrase, we are scientists, we are the, the, the people of science. We, we don't need this. And, you know, there are those people who, who, who thought uh, in front of his time. And, you know, the religion today, uh, atheism, is uh, more popular in lack of the better term and the, the more people see the the, the the true origins of the religion and more, one number of uh, religious people they know on some way that they don't know why they believe in god you know that occurs more often today but they still believe and i think that true evolution of the humans uh, if you see the timeline when you see mythology uh, uh, nordic uh, gods uh, greek gods egyptian gods and everything you thought the pharaoh was a god but he was aristocrat and then you have this religion christianity uh, uh, islam uh, buddhism and everything and i think that we uh, will maybe our generations at bring uh, to the end of our lifetimes will meet some new uh, reformed form of religion maybe even christianity will be united again on, because ne- the people the religion needs to adapt to the time and that's what history needs to uh, teach us uh, yeah that's the, that's the evolution at the very core of it's the natural curse yeah very at the very core of historical teaching the evolution Things are going through adapt, through struggle. They're going to struggle. They're going to, you know, have problems. And through that, they're going to adapt and they're going to become better or whatever. But even in the case of religion or anything else, you will find a story, story back in time that brought us here. And usually that story won't be nice because history is a bloody, you know, ideas are peaceful. History is violent, you know, as quotes from Fury said, and you will find the story for anything you see, <laughs> this pencil, you will find the story in history, why this happened, why am I writing this right now? And I think to ignore that and take that shit for granted is truly a crime. Yeah, a lack of media through the history really was uh, 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 unjustful to some people that we don't even know they existed and that they should be that they, they deserve to be remembered you know and today uh, like i said in the intro many who do, uh, who who doesn't deserve to be remembered will be remembered and you have the chance to write your story that's in the human's nature to evolve and to tell story your story and don't get me wrong, I have nothing against the people who believe in stuff. Believe all the way you want. I think it's stupid and that's my opinion. I don't force into anything. But I have against the fanatism that's coming to the world, not just the religious fanatism, it's national fanatism, chauvinism, sexism and everything. And 
but let's get back to the classroom. You know, maybe the problem is in people who study the history, because, you know, you should study history in a different way. The people who study today, they also learn from their professors on the university, dates, dates, places, places, places. And at least most of them, nobody really goes into depth of something, you know, to, to examine the words of historians by themselves. And maybe that is the, the problem, because people like that ends up in school and they just uh, find this uh, book they teach from and they learn it from word to word and they expect their students to do the same. That's not history, dear professors. So the message of today's podcast is, dear professors, do your job better. Not just historians, every professor. And I give it to you. You should be paid better for it. But do it with bottom of your heart. Prepare our future generations if you didn't prepare us for the wars of tomorrow. Bye. We stay genuine, uncensored and unscripted. And we always will. As we have to order our usual. Share us and subscribe us. And stay tuned until the next Wednesday. Iguzo!